Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidis, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. This Mimer has been generously sponsored by an anonymous donor. Thank you so much. And they should have all the blessings physically and spiritually and all matters of life and all in an open and revealed way. A brief synopsis of the previous episode, which is Ahmad Yud Gimel, page 13. And you can also see the description of that episode in, for a short, very brief synopsis in English. We spoke about the difference between koil poshut and a koil murkov, a simple voice and a voice which is made up of letters, speech. That the voice which can be expressed in speech is, is comes from an excitement which is based on, which is limited to the, the the mind and the heart, and therefore it's able to become settled within a person within his own uh, limited faculties of his soul, his mind and his heart, and therefore it, it can find expression in speech. Sometimes a person will speak very loud, and that shows that it comes from a deeper. Uh, deeper, ex- uh, ex- deeper level of the of the mind and the heart. He's so excited about something he understood or about he feels. He talks about it, and emo- like the idea, he talks about it with a very loud voice, an excited voice, <clears throat> like the idea of dvarim yitzim and things which uh, which come from the heart, emotional expression from uh, the emotional speech, but still is able to find expression in speech because it comes from the the level of the soul, which relates to the intellect, which relates to the, the limited faculties of the soul. And therefore, it's able to be heard. And so, too, we said about that's the idea of a nigun. Uh, nigun has different movements and different tones, which show what the nigun is about—a happy or a sad nigun—and that's all according to how much the other person's understanding and what he's thinking about in his mind. And the the, the different movements and the tones of the nigun are like the letters, the channels of the expression of the kavana of the person that's singing. So you can tell what a person is. What, is, what he's thinking about in his mind or he's feeling in that moment by how, how he's singing. Is he feeling sad or happy? And so to the song of the Levine, which also was according to the, their intention of their minds and uh, their understanding, and that's why their singing was on was with wine, because wine represents being understanding. However, the Kil Pashu, the simple voice, which is not able to become expressed in letter and speech at all, that because, because it comes from the deep, deep point of this, uh, the deep level of the, the essence of the of the heart, which transcends all reason. The, the intellect and the heart don't have the ability to contain and to limit this, and therefore automatically yeah, they can't become expressed and also in these limited, the limited channels of speech, which each letter is a limited vessel to contain and this feeling or this excitement. Rather, a person just screams with a simple, without any letters. Like when a person's in great pain, he, his, he, his mind can't take it, and therefore he just screams and he can't talk about it. Or when he has a great simcha and a great pleasure, then he comes and expresses itself in a simple, a simple song without any letters. But that's called the kol stama, the voice which is not heard. It doesn't come expression in letters. And within the, the voice which is not heard, there's two levels: the tzaykas akol and tzaykas alev. The screaming of the voice and the screaming of the heart. The screaming of the voice, you still scream with the voice, <coughs> but 
It's a simple voice without any, without any speech, without any letters, not defined by speech, because it's so high, it's so intense, it can't be expressed within these limited vessels of speech. But the tzaykas alev, the screaming of the heart, you can't even scream with a voice, you can't scream out loud at all. Just like the a, a screaming belachash mo'id is very, very quiet. It's so intense, the feeling you cannot express it even in a loud voice. Like Hannah's prayer about her, her son, it says about having, she wants a son, he says, he even the best aliba, the screaming from her heart, you couldn't hear her voice really. It comes from the very depths of the heart because of an extreme pain which touches, touches the very essence of the person to the extent he doesn't have the ability to scream at all. It's just his essence of his soul being woken up and that's expressed in this quiet scream. And that's because there's two levels of the soul, two encompassing and sublime levels of the soul, the makif of chaya, which is the the desire of the soul. And even though that level is the makif, it's, it transcends the being limited by the by the faculties, by the organs of the body. Nevertheless, it's the source for the limited faculties. And that's why however much a person desires something, that's how it will affect how much he understands it, how much he feels it. But the makif of so that's that expresses itself the excitement which comes from the that that rutzin, that desire, which is the sublime level, the encompassing level of the soul, expresses itself still <coughs> in a simple voice without speech, because it's 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 encompassing, it's above the limitations of the body, but still it's able to express itself. It has some more of a connection to the limited faculties, therefore expresses itself within a voice. But the level of the person, the makif of yichida which is the, the very essence of the soul, which is totally removed without any connection whatsoever to the, the internal, internal limited faculties of the person. It has no connection with them. Therefore, when, that, when something touches that deep level of the person, he, he doesn't have the ability to, to raise his voice at all. It's a very quiet scream from the very essence of the person. So it's his essence being woken up and moved and that has expressed itself in a quiet the, the screaming from the heart. <clears throat> four lines from the top like it says in Tehillim from the from my pain my great pain and the constraints I call out to you Hashem this calling out it says I call out to Hashem from this pain is not really it doesn't specifically mean just with your voice calling out to Hashem calling out from the depths of your heart to Hashem like we're speaking about the tzaika salev this the quiet cry which is because it's so intense the feeling is so intense that you cannot express it not even in a loud voice that's what it says that this this karasi this call from the depths of your heart comes from the from the intense pain that the pain is so deep it touches the depth and the most inner parts of a person's soul and he calls out to Hashem because of that and with the calling from the heart the quiet call the and this idea of the calling here is the feeling of the yearning and the expiration of the heart, the feeling that the heart and the soul wants to expire to the point of almost being expiring to um, becoming totally subsumed in godliness. That which the soul yearns and expires to Hashem with the, the movement and the shaking up and the arousal of the whole essence of the soul. To almost to the, uh, to the point of expiring. Intense yearning to the point of almost expiring. This is really not not similar to the spark, which is drawn and running, so to say, with an intense with an intense uh, longing 
to become totally subsumed and included within the great flame, the torch. Because this, in this case, in this example of the of the spark, it's really the only the the overcoming desire, the intensity, and the 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 intensity of this spark are wanting to rise up, and it's being drawn with a great noise to become subsumed within the torch. It's just that, and it still hasn't become totally subsumed and included, and totally its existence has not become ex, um, totally nullified within the the torch. So to say, the spark is, is standing in the middle still. It, it, it has its own separate existence. It's just it's being drawn with an intense desire, that intense uh, longing to include itself, to become included and subsumed within the 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 huge flame. But when it's already with concluded within the flame, or like when the flame, the torch, um, ascends above and becomes included, and it's consumed within the the source of all fire, within the within the source of all fire and spirituality. Which then it's it, the fire, the flame, or the the torch, or the spark becomes totally. It expires. It becomes totally nullified out of its own feeling of separate existence, without any also without any noise, without any uh, great voice and great excitement. On the contrary, rather, it's the it's the total nullification of the flame and its total expiration and going out of its own separate existence within its source, in the source of all fire. So, and so too is the expiration and the yearning of the soul becoming included, the yearning of the essence of the soul in becoming included and subsumed in the essence of Hashem without, it's, always, it's, out, it's without any noise, without any excitement. The whole soul, the whole essence of the soul, is expiring and yearning. It becomes nullified from its very essence, the essence of the soul, the whole soul, becomes wholly nullified within the essence of Hashem. So it's not, basically, it's this calling we're talking about here, the Tzaika Salev, when a person reaches to, he, he, he activates, he arouses, he's becoming aroused from the very essence of his soul. Like we spoke about before, the Hazaza Atmis, the movement of the essence of the soul. When that happens, it's, it, it's stemming from such a deep level within yourself, from the Yechida Shabbanefesh, like we spoke about, the, the essence of the soul, the deepest part, the most sublime part of your soul, which is encompassing, which is not able to enclose in the organs of the body. When this level of the soul comes expressed, it's so high, it's so sublime that it cannot become expressed even within a loud scream, screaming voice. Rather, it's a very quiet, very quiet, and because a person, his whole essence is becoming nullified and subsumed and included within the essence of Hashem. And just like this example of this, this flame, or the spark, when the spark is still in the middle, not yet included within the, the, the great torch, then you still have this this noise that the flame makes. It, it's wanting to come back into its source. But when the flame, the the spark of the torch is already included and subsumed within that, within that great torch or within this source of all fire, it stops making noise. It's so intense that there is no noise it can make because its whole existence of separate feeling of its feeling of separate existence is totally nullified, 
it doesn't have any room, so to say, to even express that that feeling uh, of farness, that feeling of the yearning, because it's also already included and subsumed within that within its source. So there is no more excitement being outside of the source and wanting to be in that. It's already within that source. And that's why the person, when he when he arouses from the essence of his soul, the Yechid HaShemenefesh, he can't even, uh, arousing to that level of, and that level comes revealed and he wants to include within Hashem. From the essence of his soul, he doesn't anymore scream. It's so deep, he's already, he's becoming totally nullified out of his existence, totally included within the essence of Hashem. Okay, um, the essence of the soul becoming totally nullified out of existence, not having any. It's there's no. It's not. It's not outside of its source anymore. It's within the essence of Hashem. Therefore, it's not expressing this spilus, this excitement, this yearning to come close to Hashem. It's already there. And this intense bittul, this intense self-nullification, and self-effacement. And this intense yearning and expiration, where the where the person, where the soul totally has no excitement anymore, it's totally nullified out of its existence in the Shem. It only exists was only exists within the souls and not within even the 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 sublime angels. Like we explained in the first mimer, like we said that the 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 Arya Yishak, the verse says like the roaring lion, which refers to the. Pnei Arya, the face of the line which was on the supernal chariot that Yechezkel saw in his vision, it's referring to the supernal angels, the sublime angels, that they're screaming to come close to Hashem. The fact that they're screaming shows that they're excited, that shows that they're still outside of their source, yearning to come back to that source with an intense yearning. Like it said, you shall go after Hashem like a, like a roaring lion. This roaring, if you're already, if you're still roaring, if you're expressing your excitement, that means you're still outside your source. Your existence, as your separate existence, has not been totally nullified yet. You still have room to roar, to scream, like we were saying before, the tzaykas akoyl, the screaming of the voice, to scream, to wanting to come back to your source. It's all relating to the achre Hashem, the, 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 the backside, so to say, of Hashem, the external revelations of godliness. Meaning only the external ray of godliness, which is able to enclose within it the world in an internal way. When you think about that level of godliness, the level of godliness which is still removed, so to say, from the essence of Hashem, then you can, that's the Akhir Hashem, then you have that screaming, you, you, you realize how far you are from the essence of Hashem, you want to come back to that source. The Gam Kamesh's Barb Makimachir. Also, we explain another place from Lachim Gamkin at In the angels, you do have this idea of the screaming with an intense love, the Ab Rabba, a great love which, which even transcends the limited vessels. The limited uh, limitations of these angels, so they do have that intense love which transcends their limitations. Nevertheless, even this intense love, which stems from a very high level within the angels, it still is expressed with a great noise and an excitement, with a burning fire and intensity, and a very strong intense intense yearning to come uh, to come closer to Hashem. It's meaning that there still is room. On that level, for the expression of his, their own existence, their own separate existence. As long as the, the, you're able to still be excited and make noise, of, and a scream, I want to come back to my source, that shows that you're still far from your source. Because if you're in your source, 
then you, there's no more noise. You're already there. You've already reached your destination, your goal, and you're already totally subsumed within your source, and there's no room anymore from your expression of your feeling of separateness, of your own identity. And the angels in that level, where they're far, they're still being drawn with an intense desire to become included within Hashem. Meaning the fact that they have their own desire now. If there's, when you're already included, there's no more desire anymore. You're already there. Like the, the Srafim, the angels, they say Kaddish. We spoke about the Srafim before. They're called the Srafim, which comes from the word burning, because they're burning in their desire. They become burned up in their intense desire and excitement to become included within Hashem. So when they say Kaddish, they say, they say in the in the davening, we say this Kaddish, 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 Hashem Tzvokis, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord of hosts. Um, when they say, what's this idea of Kaddish? Kaddish always means holy, means removed. Something which is holy is always removed, it's separate from the mundane existence. So when they say this, they're referring to the holiness of Hashem, how Hashem in His essence is totally removed from the creation. They are comprehending how, these angels are comprehending how Hashem in His essence is totally removed from them. And when he's saying these words, Kaddish, 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 he's screaming out, Hashem is so holy, that is an expression of his great yearning to become included within the essence of Hashem. This is like we're speaking about before, the analogy of the the spark wanting to come back, back included in the flame, so it's still making noise, but it's in the, in the flame, there, there's no more noise left. So, uh, the spark is still far from the from the torch. And it's running, so to say, towards its the, the this the torch, towards the intense flame with a great excitement. So too is in the great excitement of the angels, the Srafim, when they're saying Kaddish, and they're talking about how Hashem is so far from them, they're screaming out, Hashem is holy, Hashem is so far. This is an expression of their great excitement to become in, subsumed, and their desire to become subsumed and included within Hashem. It's still a desire. It's not that they have yet, they have not yet come, become totally subsumed within Him. Because if they were, then there would be no more excitement. They would be already there. They would be totally nullified out of their existence with no room to express that excitement anymore. And this also, this, this arousal, this excitement that of the of the angels to become included within Hashem, since it's an external excitement, which relates to, not to the essence not to their essence, it's just the, it's, they're still far, they're still able to express their excitement. It's only relating to the external extension, the ray of godliness, not to the essence of Hashem. Only the, only the souls have this ability, this power to yearning, to become, to yearn and to become totally, to expire, to totally nullified within the essence of Hashem, without any excitement or desire anymore. Rather, their whole essence is becoming totally subsumed and included within Hashem. And this desire that the souls have from the Yechid HaShem and the essence of their souls, when they arouse it, it has the ability, it reaches the essence of Hashem also. With the angels, they don't, even when they are aroused from the level of Makif, from the, the sublime levels of their, of their, of their souls, the angels do not have the ability to include to become subsumed within Hashem's to become included within Hashem's essence because they don't have this yechida, they don't have this essence of Hashem, the essential connection with Hashem, like the connection of a father and son. Only the souls have this power to become totally nullified out of existence, included within Hashem, because they have that essential connection with Hashem. And now he explains the reason why the angels don't have the ability to connect to that essence of Hashem. 
and to become aroused in this essential connection. Because the angels, their first source where they where they where they're created from in godliness, is not from the essence of the ten the ten spheres, the ten powers of Hashem within the world of Atzilus, the highest world of the four worlds. They they are not from the essence of those spheres of the 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 ten powers of Hashem. They only come from the more external revelation of the vessels of the spheres of Atzilus. Meaning, they only come from a very external ray of godliness, a contracted ray of godliness, which has nothing to do with the essence of the vessels of Atzilus. And from that external ray of godliness, which extends upon them and, and creates their existences, that is from where they, their existence comes from, that external contracted ray of godliness, and that's where their excitement and their service to Hashem comes from their comprehension of that external ray of godliness which creates them. And therefore, even when they are aroused in the more encompassing levels of them, in this intense desire which transcends their limitations, it's still just a desire. There still is a feeling of separateness, that I want something. Which is only an external extension, an array uh, of godliness it relates to the external, external ray of godliness. It relates to the external level of the angels and it relates to an external level of godliness and not to the essence of Hashem. But the Shamis, their, their source of their existence and godliness comes from the essence of the, of the name of Havaya, the name, the, the essential name of Hashem, which is relating to the essence of the of the spheres of Atzilus, the essence of the powers of Hashem, how they revealed in Atzilus, of Chachma and Bina and the Midas of Atzilus, Zoh and the Malchus of Atzilus, meaning they come from in a, in in a array, a essential revelation of Hashem, not from just an external contracted ray of godliness. And even the souls have even have a more essential root for their existence, even higher. Than the spheres of Atzilus within the essence, the very essence of Hashem Mamish, like we spoke about before, that the souls actually come from, they're like the father and son. They come from the essence of Hashem, just like the father, the son comes from the essence of the father. That's why we call the Chelik Alikabimal, our godly soul is a literally a piece from God from above. And as explained, it says in the parentheses in the Ramaskal Yom Tov at the end of Samach Vav, another mimer from the Rishab. And therefore, since they're rooted in the essence of godliness, therefore, their excitement comes from, it relates to, and touches the very essence of their beings, the essence of their soul, not with just an external level of desire of their soul, which we spoke, spoke about before, comes from the makif of chaya, even though it's a encompassing level of the soul, sublime level of the soul, which doesn't clothe in the internal way in the body, but nevertheless, it's still not the essence of the soul. The souls have the ability to become totally nullified out of their existences, totally subsumed within the Shem, like it says in the Zayar, to become, so to say, ingested within the body of the king, meaning within the essence of Hashem, just like when a person eats, he become, the food becomes part and parcel of him. So too, when we, when we with, through our rousing of our essence of our soul, the Yechidosh Menefesh, we have the ability through this hazaza atzmis, the move, of, the arousal of the essence of our souls to become totally ingested, eaten, so to say, included and subsumed and nullified in our existence within the essence of Hashem. Like the, like the flame 
which has this natural this natural movement going up above. That's why you see even when you turn a candle upside down, it's still the flame goes up. It shows you how how that desire of the flame to go back to its source and the spiritual source of all fire. It's so essential. It just goes up automatically to become totally subsumed within the source of all flame, fire. And like the spark which becomes subsumed, included within the torch. And this is what we say in the Gemara. It says, What are the tzaddikim compared to before the Shekinah, before the Divine Presence of Hashem? Like a candle before the flame. So we see that this is Mamash, the same analogy here. That how are the tzaddikim compared to before Hashem, which tzaddikim we know always it refers to all the Jewish souls, which it says, Ameich kulam tzaddikim. That all your nation are called tzaddikim, righteous ones. So we are compared to, in our connection to Hashem, like this spark, how, it, how the spark coming back to the flame. Ha'inu kenera samach lavuka. And it says the, 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 the specific saying of the sages, the specific wording is kener bifnei avuka. Like the flame, how it is right before, right in front of the torch, not how not how it's totally far and distance from the torch, and that and that level where when the spark is right next to the torch, um, meaning it's, we're talking about how the spark is right next to it and it's totally becoming subsumed within the torch itself. And so too are all the souls, the tzaddikim, like we said, they have an intense cleaving connection to Hashem. They become totally subsumed and included within the light of Hashem, the essential light of Hashem, how it's revealed in the world of Atzilus. Like Rabbi Shem Sholim, that it said, that it says in the, the who, who wrote down the Zayar, and he says in the Zayar, I become connected to you, Hashem, with one connection, essential connection. I'm totally one with you. He was not, he did not have his own independent feeling of independent existence. He didn't feel himself as separate from Hashem at all. We're just starting page Tesvav. All he felt was the, the, the godliness within him, the essence of his soul. To the extent that he said about himself, I am just a symbol for godliness. I am not my own separate existence. Like it says in Tehillim, David Melech was saying about himself, my soul praises Hashem. There was not a mamish. First of all, it's not him, his own separate existence, praising Hashem. It's his soul. That's who he was. David Melech was just an expression. His whole body was just a, a channel for the expression of his soul. He, wasn't, he didn't have an own separate existence. His soul was praising Hashem. Hashem refers to the essence of Hashem. And all this, the other verse, it says, Within Hashem, my soul praises. Or another exa- explanation of Tishal comes from the word Hilul. Behile Neira comes shining. So that the, the verse is saying that, first of all, that it's that it's my soul talking. David Melech has not have a separate existence of his body talking, it's his soul talking, and his soul is becoming totally included and subsumed by Hashem, within Hashem. And see what it says in that previous Mimer. In some similar, another verse, it says, I've become bound up in the bound of life, in the bind of life with Hashem, Mamish. This is also saying, showing about how the soul, the Jewish soul, has the ability to become totally binded up, meaning connected in an essential way 
with Hashem, literally with the essence of Hashem. And that's because we have the Yechida, the essence of the essential connection with Hashem. So this doesn't exist, this essential connection does not exist in the angels, only within the souls. From the, the aforementioned reasons, because the source, the root of the souls within godliness is in the essence of Hashem. Whereas the angels are coming only from the more contracted ray of godliness. And that's what it says in another place that the angels come from Bidvar Hashem Shemaim Nasu Uberuach Piv Koltsavam, that they, the angels only come from the speech of Hashem. And also all of the rest of existence, which the speech is more of an external revelation from our soul, so to above speech is an analogy to the external revelations of godliness, whereas it says about the Jewish souls, they arouse within Hashem's thought, they're related to the, the thought, which the thought is totally unified with the person himself, and therefore it's constant, like the constant, like the eternal, the, eterna, the eternalness of the soul, so too is our thought, so too the thought of godliness refers to the levels of godliness which are totally essential and one with Hashem. So the souls have that essential connection, therefore they have that desire, and therefore they have that ability to become totally subsumed and included within the essence of Hashem. Therefore the soul has this ability this, as to move in its very essence, to become moved and included within the essence of Hashem. Not just to become included, it to connect to the more external rays of godliness. And to become drawn with its very essence of the soul in the essence of Hashem and to become totally nullified out of its own separate existence. That has become totally has the ability to become totally subsumed within its original source in the essence of godliness, because it has that essential connection. So we're on the end, the the top of page Tesvav, about eight lines from the top. And so we have this essential, this essential desire to become included within the essence of Hashem because we are, our root is in the essence of Hashem. And that's the idea of the Tzayka Sakoy, the Tzayka Saleib, they're calling out from the heart, which you're not able to express the desire anymore, the will, the, the, the wanting to come close to Hashem because you're already subsumed and nullified out of your own separate existence within Hashem and you don't have any room anymore, so to say, to express that. As long as you're expressing that desire, as long as you have the ability to, to lift your voice up, that means you're still far. Once you're right before the king, once you're there, you're, you're not screaming anymore. You can't even talk. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teirer Lukute Teirer almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode. Thank you very much.